Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. This is a rare Saturday podcast. <coughs> Excuse me. Saturday, August 3rd. And I am back from my travels for a week. I decided I should podcast today since I haven't uh, for a week. Um, partly because I was on vacation. And I think more and more, being a career author, I'm discovering that the things I used to do on vacation, which was like catching up on writing-related things, are the things that I now have to take vacation from, ironically enough. So, yeah, I let myself off the hook of podcasting, of blogging, except for last Sunday's blog. I was still home for that, although I um, didn't do it until Monday because I ran out of time on Sunday. We'll see if I can't fill you all in on how my schedule went. But I did get that up because I felt a responsibility to the group blog to do that. Uh, but then, yeah, I didn't really do anything else work-related for most of the week. And because I was with my mother, I didn't have her nagging me to get my podcast up. Uh, wonder why that is. What a strange scenario. <laughs> So I'm very happy to be, we had a wonderful vacation, um, but I am happy to be back on my porch. I'm on the front porch this morning, looking out over my valley and my mountains. I often think of uh, one of Georgia O'Keeffe's quotes, um, this one mountain up near Abiquiu that she painted over and over and over again, that she referred to as her mountain. She said that... Um, God had told her that if she painted it enough, she could have it. <laughs> and you can feel that way sometimes. So I uh, did manage to sleep in. We got to bed about 1 in the morning after flying in last night. And so this morning I really wanted my my coffee. This goes along with my mountain. My actual cup of coffee with all of the right ingredients so I did not have my 2% organic grass-fed milk because I am a princess and must have that. So I walked up to the store and I got that and I got my eggs and uncured Canadian bacon. So I'll fix those in a moment. I didn't think to get spinach. Oh, well. I'm going to have to go buy cat food later today. We, and we have to replenish groceries, though not too much because we're really only home for a week. Um. So, yeah, let's see. Last week, my last podcast, I was still at RWA. Uh, the final day of RWA went fine. I had, um, oh, I probably haven't talked at all about the Rita Awards, have I? I don't even know what day I podcasted. Let's just see if I can look without messing this up. Um... How can we see? You know what? I should go inside and look. Well, I'm, I'm not going to bother. Because uh, I, I think my last post podcast was with Sassy. And we mostly talked about Sassy-related things. Um, Rita's ceremony was on Thursday night. And it was wonderful. We had a good time. It was an uplifting ceremony. The RWA board really just rocked it. Um, there had been enough controversy 
about people of color, especially black women writers, not being fairly represented in the Ritas and some people being very, very angry about it. Justifiably so, but there had been talks of boycotts and and worse. Some people had you know, suggested doing worse and I was braced for, um, you know, I was braced for that. I was braced for people to be aggressive about the Rita Awards. And instead, the board handled it beautifully and took a situation that could have been divisive and instead made it unifying. And we had three women of color, at least three women of color, win their categories, uh, including two black women and including my, my category, so uh, Minx Malone won the novella category, and I was really happy to celebrate her win. Uh, she, it, it would have been uh, uncomfortable for me as a white woman to <laughs> win yet again after all of these, low these many years, apparently 37 years that a black woman has never won her category. And Minx writes fantastic books, and her novella is wildly popular, so... I think um, I'm so happy for her. I really am. And, you know, because after all, I do have my, my one shiny Rita trophy, and I'm, I'll still continue to enter the contest, but I am very happy to have my one, and I'm always thrilled to be a finalist. So happy to celebrate that with my sister finalists. And I was talking with some of my sister uh, novella finalists, and everyone was on the same page. It was easy to celebrate. My, makes Malone. Uh, Kennedy Ryan won the long contemporary category with as black woman and with um, mixed race, if not black characters. I was reading them. I read her book this week while I was on vacation. I thought, oh, I've never read Kennedy Ryan. So I read her book, Long Shot, and it's, it's a gorgeous book. It really is a wonderful book and totally deserved to win. So it was that was just great. It was really good to feel that sense of community and togetherness so i am it, it was wonderful and this is the problem with not pod podcasting a file i for a while i have no idea what happened on friday lots of things <laughs> um i don't know maybe rita ceremony was friday night see it's all a blur now but I do remember on Saturday morning, I got to have breakfast with Lexi Ryan. She had reached out to me because she had wanted to talk about some genre stuff. And we had a great conversation. One of those wonderful breakfasts that lasted like two hours. And then we stood at the bottom. We finally felt like we needed to clear the table at Junior's. And so then we walked back to the hotel and ended up standing at the base of the elevators and talking for another half an hour. So that was... Um, a great way to finish off the conference. I ended up taking a car back, a taxi back to LaGuardia with um, Liza Brown, Ms. Lazalu, and Jen Twymom. So that was fun to get to spend that extra time with them. And then I got back pretty late Saturday night, and Sunday was just a whirlwind of prep. We had a house sitter coming in. Uh, again, we got through trustedhousesitters.com which is fantastic. I was very pleased with how that site worked. And, but there is something about you know having your house clean for you 
and having your house clean for someone else to live in. <laughs> uh, so it took a fair, I had to do laundry and I had to catch up a bunch of businessy things and I had to get the house clean. So the house was cleaned up and we got out of here probably about six o'clock Sunday evening. So I wasn't even home for 24 hours. And we went down to Albuquerque and stayed in the airport hotel. Flew to Spokane early on Monday morning. And then we went and stayed at the lake house uh, in Coeur d'Alene near Harrison, Idaho. And we've been to Coeur d'Alene before. And it's just such a beautiful lake. I love that area. And the house was gorgeous. And we spent time with my family. Uh, my mom and stepdad, Dave. And then my mom's sister, my Aunt Karen, and Uncle and her husband, Uncle Bob. And we didn't do a whole lot of stuff. I mean, it was a... The time flew by, of course. We had a dock that belonged to the house, shared with a few other property owners. But we could walk down the hill, and the VRBO had um, kayaks that we could use. So... I tried out the kayak, and for those of you who've been listening for a long time, you know that I like, um, I'd been doing my stand-up paddleboard, and I do like my stand-up paddleboard, but I'd been using it less and less because it just felt like so much work. Uh, it's a funny thing because, especially on the New Mexico lakes, the paddleboard maybe my balance isn't what it should be but I can do the stand-up paddleboard but if the wind comes up and the water gets really choppy or if a speedboat goes by and really hits me with its wake I get rocked and I get dumped in the water and I was really working on this for a while I was really trying to teach myself that it's okay to fall in the water, that it doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't hurt me to fall in the water. But I would still get that adrenaline response every time. I would feel that fear, and I would get you know shaky from the adrenaline. And it was not meditative or joyful, and I wanted meditative and joyful. So I was sitting on it a lot instead, just because that was more soothing. But it was still... A lot of work and so we had this opportunity to try these kayaks because they had them at the house just a little plastic kayak well here we get some cat wrangling going on Jackson wanted in right before I started now he wants back out again the house sitter was great with the cats so they were really relaxed and happy come here let's hook you up baby oh no you just want breakfast yeah, he just went trotting for the food dishes. He thinks he's getting second breakfast, and he's not a little hobbit cat. So David and I still, you know, we wake up early, and we were still waking up early there. So we would go down to the dock, walk down to the dock in the early morning, just as it was getting light, well before sunrise. The, the light in the sky there is so beautiful, being farther north, and it would reflect off the lake. And our house just had this stunning view. I posted some pictures. But David and I would um, go down to the dock, and he would fish. And then I tried out the kayak. And let me tell you guys, oh, 
<laughs> it was a dream. It was like a dream. Uh, David said it looked like I was, he said that like I was gliding over glass. You know, you could see me just take off and I got to go all kinds of distance. And so I got a good workout, but I also didn't feel that fear and uncertainty. It didn't feel like a lot of painful work. It felt like just clean muscle work. I got to look at things. I got to be on the water and it was totally meditative and joyful. So I think I'm going to sell. I'm, I don't think I know. I'm going to sell my stand-up paddleboard and we're going to get me one of those little light plastic kayaks instead. That'll be easiest, easier for us to maneuver onto the car and so forth. I did try an inflatable one too. An inflatable one would be ideal because it wouldn't be so difficult for us to transport. But I did try that one and it wasn't nearly as good. And even when I came back, David's like, okay, no. He said, you didn't use that one nearly as well. It just doesn't have the same glide or maneuverability. So I'm very excited about that. That was a great opportunity to try that. I love the idea of this kind of life where I could go down. I love living in Santa Fe and it's nice to be home. But I love the idea of living in a place, I'd love to live on a lake, you know, where I could just go down in the morning and swim or kayak. There were people snorkeling in the lake, and I wished that I had brought my snorkel, snorkel gear. Uh, I think that would be just a great way to start the day. So, and it was, it was a lovely way to start the, the day all week. We rented a boat one day through the generosity of my stepdad. Uh, he did that for David's birthday present, and that was really fun. We all went out on the boat all morning, and then the guys, we went in, boated in for lunch, which was fun to do. And then the guys went out fishing again, and my mom and aunt and I went shopping. And, and we celebrated birthdays. I mean, that was this is our birthday get-together, the whole family. Because it was David's birthday. We did a little bit early to celebrate his July birthday. And we did, um, we always done, my, my aunt, my stepdad and I are all within five days of each other, but late August. But for my actual birthday, I will be in Ireland this year. And we leave a week from Monday. And I will try to podcast on that trip. I, I am feeling like I've had enough time away now. Um, between San Diego Comic Con, a week at RWA, and now this week on vacation. Uh, I'm ready to, I was kind of feeling the nudge last night, like I'm ready to get back to work. I did get my line edits on my revision of The Fiery Crown from Editor Jenny. That came in yesterday, so it was really perfect timing. We've been going back on, back and forth on the cover for that. So that was we got to the airport terribly early because we had to drive in from Coeur d'Alene and we had to drop people off. And it's a tiny airport, so we were there, well, like, we were through security and at our gate two hours before our flight. Even a little bit more. I think it was like, our flight was 4.30 and we were at our gate by 2.20. But that worked out well because, you know, it's so great that the gates have those raised platforms now. So I could turn on my laptop and plug it in. And I did uh, email triage. You all know how that goes, right? After a, a week of being 
fully offline. I'd cleaned everything up the previous Sunday, but I hadn't been looking at stuff much all week. So I did the email triage, did talked back and forth with my editor and agent on Fiery Crown stuff. They both knew I was on vacation, but it was nice to get replied to them. So that's what I'm going to do this week. Um, I'm going to do those edits. Sounds like editor Jenny was very happy with my revisions and just had a few tweaks. She said I could have till September 16th, but I don't see any reason I can't get that done this week. We'll see. I haven't, I haven't cracked the file yet. And Agent Sarah may have things for us to go on submission with, so I'll see if she has comments for me. So that's what I'll be doing this week. If if I don't have that, then I'm going to try to work on some of this nonfiction stuff, which I know I keep saying I'm going to work on, and I just hadn't. I mean, but it was really good to have that time to work up the world and this new submission. At RWA, we had a panel on world building, world building around your romance, and it was me... Kelly Armstrong, which I got to sit next to her, and she's so great. <laughs> um, and Pat Esden and Deborah Jess, and then also my agent Sarah and James Abadi, a junior agent at Kensington. And we talked about world building and romance, as was the title of the panel, Jeffy. But one of the things I was talking about was how I've gotten a lot better at doing my world building ahead of time so that we can go out on spec, go out on submission on spec. And so, but I think I couldn't have done it if I had not had those weeks of having my head clear. So I'm, I'm happy with how things have been going. People at RWA asked me, who've been listening to the podcast, asked me how I was doing with uh, taking some time off of writing, and so that was nice to get the feedback. Um, it was really great to talk to so many of you who listened to the podcast. I, I was amazed at how many people said they listened to the podcast. So that's super cool. My One of my favorite comments was the gal who told me that even her teenage daughter likes listening to the podcast. Hi, teenage daughter. Because uh, she had the daughter had gotten in the car and she went to turn off the radio and her daughter said, oh no, I like this one. This is the relaxing lady. And I can't tell you how utterly amused I am to be the relaxing lady. Uh, but that's that's also awesome. Awesome in so many ways. A couple of people mentioned the fact that I occasionally let the F-bomb fly and I said that I should try not to do that. And they're like, oh no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> So, you know, I feel like this is part of the brand. It's what you get here. You get the relaxing lady who occasionally drops F-bombs and wrangles cats. You know, I think you have to figure out, you know, it's what, like Dolly Parton says, you know, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Own your brand. Own your brand, people. But I was um, hugely flattered that Lindsay Emery talked about this podcast in her podcast presentation that she had said um, that Sarah McLean had gone into great detail on you know how to do a <laughs> she was very careful how she put it but you know like Sarah McLean was all on the how you do the high-end professional podcast and the engineering and the guests and the scheduling and all of this stuff and how you needed to do it that way and Lindsay's like yeah Jeffy Kennedy just records it on her phone <laughs> 
<laughs> which is exactly what I do. So I know some of you have been tuning in. There's a lot of li new listeners checking it out since the conference. So, yeah, um, I just use the voice recorder app on my phone. I record this with a little microphone. I think it's like Movo, Movo microphone that I just plug in. I have an, a V30, so I still have a jack. So I just plug that into the little mic. I record it. Then I transfer it to Dropbox. I upload it to Buzzsprout. And then I use the Buzzsprout player to... Well, I use Buzzsprout to feed to places like um, Apple... Whatever it is. I don't even remember what their thing is. Apple podcast listing thing. <laughs> See how professional I am but also to iTunes, or maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway, to the various distributors. And then I also use their player function to embed the HTML code onto my website and post it to Facebook and Twitter and so forth. And it's great. You know, I talk for, well, now I've been talking for 21 minutes. And I did do the transcribing adventures, and that was just way too much work. Because part of why this works for me is that I don't have to make this a huge effort. You know, I, I have to keep writing first and, for, and forefront. So keeping this simple, where I talk for 20 minutes, and then it takes me like maybe another 20 minutes to get it uploaded and pasted the link everywhere, that's not bad for uh, keeping up with things and putting myself out there and I enjoy it I really enjoy hearing what people say I think it's cool to sort of have this live record of how things go and so I am going to go post this now thank you all for listening thank you for tuning in if you have questions about doing your own podcast I am happy to chat about it it was really great to see everyone at RWA. I, I loved seeing all of you. It's it's always the, the recurring theme. It seems like every conference there's some kind of recurring theme that comes up. And this year it was reconnecting with the tribe. Oh, and here that makes me a little verklempt to think, to say it. Uh, I talked to so many people who said, well, you know, I really haven't been writing or my career hasn't been going that great. But I wanted to be here to reaffirm that this is what I'm doing and it feels so good to be back among my people, back among my tribe. Uh, and I felt exactly the same way. And so, cheers to the tribe. You all are just awesome. It was a wonderful conference. And I'm going to see you all in San Francisco next year. If I don't see you at Worldcon in Dublin in another week. <laughs> so, I will talk to you all well on Monday. Take care. Bye-bye.